This morning, uh, to begin my my thoughts, uh, what's on my mind, I'm going to go to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter uh, 28. Uh, two verses here, uh, verse uh, 28 and verse, I mean, ver- chapter 28, verse 40 and 41. And for Aaron's sons, thou shalt make coats, and thou shalt make for them girdles, and bonnets shalt thou make for them, and for glory, and for beauty. And thou shalt put uh, them upon Aaron thy brother, and his sons with him, uh, and shalt anoint them, and consecrate them. And sanctify them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. So this is when when Moses, when they're when they're uh, anointing and preparing the uh, priests to do their work uh, here. And then, and you can read in other, and I think in the thirtieth chapter, even even more. But it's, it's very detailed on the garments and. It even gives the ingredients of that anointing oil. Uh, turn, in my Bible, I turn one page in the 36th verse of the next chapter, 29, says, uh, And thou shalt offer every day a bullet for a sin offering for atonement, and thou shalt, uh, thou shalt cleanse the altar when thou hast made an atonement for it. And thou shalt anoint it to sanctify it. So I'm going to talk about sanctification and, and, and who who does that, who does the sanctifying. Uh, and it's it, it's similar, I guess, in the explanation and uh, I mean to justification, not the act itself and so forth, but uh, in that there's more to it than just one uh, who does it. And, how and everything, but uh, uh, but it talks about anointing here. So, but they had to they had to make an offering for themselves, the priests, which Jesus Christ didn't have to do that. <laughs> uh, he was impeccable and sinless, uh, and so and they had to uh, make an offering for the altar, for themselves, for the people. They anointed all that, and they sanctified it, and consecrated it, uh, and and they they did the priests as as well there. Uh, so now if we go to uh, 1 John, the second chapter, second chapter of 1 John, uh, and we'll see what that all uh, points to. Let me get verse 20 first uh, here in the second chapter of 1 John. Uh, <clears throat> but ye have an unction from the Holy One capitalized from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Uh, so this unction is an anointing there. Uh, from there, I want to jump to the 27th verse of this same chapter. Uh, it's right there. Again, it uses the word anointing. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. Uh, 
So the anointing, we, we don't anoint with oil anymore. That's not in the New Testament church. I think that anointing there uh, pointed to uh, the, the anointing, uh, I'll just right now I'll say, of the Holy Ghost, uh, the regenerate and regeneration. Uh, but we'll see in a moment. We'll widen that and, 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 and spread that a little bit. Uh, but uh, the anointing that, that we have received of him, it abides in us. Uh, it's there. We don't need any, any man, anyone to do that. And, and we're passive in that, in that anointing. I think of, uh, of regeneration, the washing of regeneration, uh, that, uh, that we are baptized in the Holy Ghost. Uh, he inundates us, uh, and at that point, then, uh, we have been anointed uh, and sanctified. Uh, at that point, uh, uh, and again, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, we're sanctified. It can mean, and it, well, it does mean, to set apart, of course, to set apart. Uh, and we'll use that in the different office works of God here in the Trinity in a moment. Uh, but it also means to make holy. We're saints. We've been made saints now um, and been made holy, uh, but not completely. Now, right now, uh, Sister Jean is in heaven. Mm -hmm. She is looking at her Savior and her Redeemer, soul and spirit. She's there. As you can see, it brings a smile to my face because I yesterday I told Sister Pam, to what what? What is she seeing right now? Uh, just her, her body's still here. So when 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 I die, my body will stay here to go back to the earth. Uh, but my soul and spirit has already been made holy, sanctified, set apart by the Holy Ghost to be in heaven at that very moment. At that very moment, yesterday afternoon, she was there, and in one instant, there were no more problems. Nothing. But we're left here and, and we have problems. We have sorrow. We mourn and all. But uh, how about those that, that mourn and, and sorrow that have no hope? We have hope. Uh, and so that certainly that helps us in life uh, to bear these things, uh, to uh, at least to some extent. Uh, so... Um, so this is talking about the anointing and the sanctification. So now who, who does this? I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about who does this sanctification. Because there is, uh, as far as eternal salvation, our salvation, uh, that we know that, that Christ uh, uh, legally did that, performed that work. Uh, the Holy Ghost uh, uh, performed His work in 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 borning us again, our being born again. Of course, God originally set us apart in choosing out a people uh, of the entire race of of Adam. Uh, so there's there's different works in in there uh, by God by the Trinity. Uh, so now in First Corinthians, the first uh, chapter, uh, the uh, 21st, 21st verse says, Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God. 
who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit, capital S, Spirit, in our hearts. So it says plainly there that God uh, did this, uh, hath, hath anointed us, that one that does that, he which does that, is God. Uh, now, when we speak of Jesus Christ, we speak of the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of God, uh, the different ones in the Trinity. And when I, when I hear God, I, I typically go to the Father, God the Father. Uh, but uh, it's not that way everywhere. And, and then just to try to grab hold of the concept of this trinity of three in one God. I mean, that's I, we can't hardly uh, uh, handle that. I can't. Uh, but uh, sometimes, uh, many times in God's word, he makes it clear uh, in that, in, in the different works of the trinity. Uh, so here it says, uh, he uh, that uh, which hath anointed us. Uh, is God. Okay, so there's there's an answer to the question. Now I'm going to jump to Jude, uh, the book of Jude, uh, <clears throat> and the the first verse in this in this one one chapter of this in, in Jude, this book of Jude, says Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, and brother of James. To them that are sanctified by God the Father. So there, okay, there's there's my scripture there. By God, and then he adds the Father. Mm-hmm. Sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. So we're preserved in Jesus Christ. Certainly that salvation, that work that he performed, now we're preserved in Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, there's There's... There's nothing that we can lose or gain ourselves eternally. It's secured and we're preserved in Jesus Christ. And that's true uh, preservation. They used to call it uh, perseverance in, in years and years ago. Uh, but, and, and then it says, and called. Uh, but it, so it says again, this is what I want, to them that are sanctified by God uh, the Father. Uh, so I've got giving you two witnesses. That God sanctified us. Uh, and that's past tense, sanctified by God the Father. Uh, now in Hebrews, the 13th chapter. Hebrews chapter 13. Okay. Chapter 13, Hebrews, last chapter in, in Hebrews, uh, the 12th verse says, Wherefore, uh, one to get, get the 11th verse, uh, for the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin, so that's looking back at those sacrifices for sin of the priest, the high priest Aaron and his sons and so forth. Uh, brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. Outside of the camp is what that means. It doesn't mean without something. You don't have any. It's outside the camp. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Outside the gate. 
And we know that. We know where it happened, took place, and, and, and so forth. Uh, but Jesus, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood. So we know, we know when this sanctification took place, and that was on the cross where he shed his blood for us for the remission of sins, sacrificed himself, and then told everyone in those words, it is finished. It is finished, as Brother Mark covered uh, when he was here uh, third third Sunday. Um, so, but okay, so now I thought, I gave you two places where it said God, and then God the Father sanctified us. Well, he did, okay. And then now it says uh, that, that Jesus Christ might sanctify the people with his own blood. So we know now, okay, there's two involved, two entities involved here. We know where this took place. The other sanctification hasn't, they didn't say, well, where that was. We don't, we don't, well, we do know, but we don't buy those verses. Uh, but we know it's God, God the Father, and that's Jesus Christ. Now, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, find it. Okay, the uh, go to the second verse. Um, well, it's kind of in, in the Apostle Paul's salutation here. Uh, but this the second verse of 1 Corinthians, first chapter, says, uh, and this is under the church of God, which is at Corinth, which is the letter, this first letter, epistle, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, so there's that sanctification. It's a legal sanctification. I'll go ahead and say that. Uh, called to be saints. So in this verse, there's two different sanctifications. Uh, called to be saints. Saint, being a saint, like I said, it's, it's holy. It's to be holy. And, and so it, this is under the church of God, which is at Corinth, Corinth. To them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, comma, Called to be saints with uh, all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Uh, grace be unto you. So there's two different uh, sanctifications here. And let me cover this. I'll just tell you that God the Father in the, his sanctifying work uh, was in the doctrine of election where he chose a people, set them apart, sanctified them. Out of the entire race of Adam, in in, in the, uh, it's a sanctification or anointing of, of the covenant covenant anointing. So that was in covenant. He didn't. God the Father didn't perform the same work that Jesus Christ did in sanctifying uh, the people uh, uh, by, with His blood by His blood. That was Jesus Christ. And so it mentions that sanctification here as well. But then it says called to be saints. When does that happen? When does that calling happen? Happens in our lives. Uh, that is uh, the vital sanctification, anointing, where the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Almighty God, calls us at that time. 
And Jesus Christ tried to explain it to uh, Nicodemus. And, and uh, so it's the wind bloweth where it listeth. We don't know when where that's going to happen. And we're, obviously we're passive in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. But it will happen to every child of God who has been sanctified by God the Father and called out, chosen, predestinated, so on. Uh, it, it will happen to everyone sometime before their natural death at, at whatever point. Now, if it's earlier rather than later, then uh, we have more time to minister unto God in the priest's office because we're sanctified, then that takes place. They, didn't, uh, they did not uh, uh, begin to serve and work uh, in the priest's office in order to be anointed and sanctified and consecrated. No, that happened first. So that points to the same order of this. Our service, our works, follows the sanctification and, and regeneration because that's when that sanctification of the Holy Ghost takes place. It, right there. Uh, and so we have the, uh, the, uh, uh, the covenant, the legal, and, and then the vital and, and, and we've talked about that in, in uh, salvation as well, the, the work of, of God in our salvation. Uh, and we can go over to, I think it's First uh, Peter chapter 1, right at the beginning. There may be in the salutation there as well. And it's the uh, sanctification of the Spirit. So that's, And then also in, in Acts chapter 1, there's an indication of that. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, so we have, just like justification, long time ago, I would get confused about that. So, well, wait a minute, this is justified by the blood of Christ, and then uh, justified uh, by the resurrection of Christ. We're declared just by each of these things, but we're, uh, we are made righteous by the blood of Christ legally. And we're, then we're preserved. We're preserved in that. And then sometime in our lives, we are affected uh, by that. Uh, and, and so there's different different ones. So don't don't ever don't get confused or or uh, uh, think that you're mistaken about something when you study sanctification and anointing, because it, it, the Trinity is involved. All three are involved in that and sanctify us. So look, look at the, look at the work, and I, God's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, uh, and so uh, that certainly, uh, <coughs> certainly, uh, is not difficult for Him. But look at all that are involved in your being made holy. Now we're not, we're not, uh, we're still burdened with sin, uh, our bodies, and so it has not been sanctified. It's not been made holy. And so there's the battle. As soon as we are sanctified in the spirit of God is when the hardships would seem to start. I don't remember that when that took place. But before then, we we would think we're just fine. I don't need anything. not asking for it. And I would refuse it if I were asked. But God uh, calls us and... We're going to answer that call in, a, in the affirmative. Uh, and, and so then we're preserved uh, in, in Christ. Uh, now, let me, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, I think I've covered it enough. But in uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 3, I think it is. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. 
yeah, right at the end of that chapter. And, and, and really, uh, after yesterday afternoon, uh, and thinking about Sister Jean and all, and, uh, and even her, her husband, uh, Brother Sammy, and, and all, all of us. Anyway, I, I really, this, this hit home for me. It's in, I'm going to read the, the last two verses of this chapter uh, 3. Uh, it says, in the, in the Lord, 12th verse, And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. Finishing the sentence here, it says, To the end he may establish your hearts unblameable, in holiness before God, even our Father, at, so now we have a time, time period, time frame here, a moment, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. So in the resurrection then, there is a the last sanctification there in that. Our bodies will be changed in, in, in a moment. Uh, you know, it says that the, those that are still alive will will see witness uh, the, those that are, have already passed on and, and 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 died and gone back to the earth and so forth. It's all still in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, but uh, uh, in, in, that He may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness, and and there is therefore now no condemnation. There's no condemnation. Uh, to those uh, that, that Jesus Christ uh, was given by God, those that he sanctified, chose out, separated, set apart, uh, but uh, unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. So that's the time we look. We will look, and, and our bodies here will be reunited with our soul and spirit, all being uh, uh, redeemed and sanctified, anointed uh, by the pa great power, almighty power of God himself in that. And, and then we'll know. Uh, right now, those who have gone on, they know. Soul and spirit, uh, that's, that's why they are now completely 100% satisfied. They're not just content having to Make, make sure they try to stay content with what they have and have been given. No, they are completely satisfied now. There's nothing to get in between them and their God. No more idolatry. Whatever gets between us and God, none of that there. And, and so in, in, in soul and spirit. And, and so think about all those who are there right now. Uh, yes, I miss, I miss those who have gone on. But I'm not going to call them back into this world. I know God, uh, Jesus Christ, created uh, this planet and so forth. has given us so much. Uh, but uh, when we look around, I don't, I don't want them to, to be now. Uh, I, I don't know how Lazarus handled that, right. uh, being brought back to life. Uh, but uh, we saw the power of Jesus Christ, of God, in that. Uh, but uh, uh, so I would rather know that someone, my, my father, who was never satisfied here, 
is now, and I'm not going to be the one uh, to uh, say, no, I miss him so much that I want him to come back and let me talk to him or my grandfather, uh, my mom. Uh, I, I, t- I told them uh, yesterday at the hospital there that, you know, mom had a, had a DNR, so forth. And, and so uh, I was under uh, the threat that if I did anything to keep her from going home uh, when God called her home, uh, I would suffer for it. And I knew she meant what she said because she always did. She always did. And, and so I knew. So that, it's a blessing to know that. But then to look forward to that final sanctification and, and redemption uh, the, the, of our bodies. There, that's what we long for and look look for. But in the meantime, we have each other to help get us through these things uh, and to pray for one another uh, and and to uh, to be here and to sing these songs and, and think about the words of the poets that wrote them uh, and and to hear the word of God and glorify Him as we should. And we're blessed in doing that, and He's glorified. But we continue to fight it because we still we're still burdened with sin. But we've been sanctified. May God bless you too, is my prayer. We'll uh, sing a song.